Check, check. Check, check. We are live. Hello. I'm not dead. Like Palpatine, Han Talks First has returned. And this is a live stream for those of you that are listening on the podcast. It will be unlisted, so you won't be able to find it on the YouTube page later. But I wanted to do a live stream just in case anybody wanted to check in and see what is new because a lot has happened in the past week and a half. I mean, we haven't had a show in that long. And usually we do two shows a week here. The Star Wars show every Monday and every Friday we have the Marvel podcast by Han Talks First, me and my girlfriend Chris. Well, the truth is I've just been really busy and I haven't had time to do this as much as I as I like to and want to. And I haven't even seen my girlfriend that much either because of all the stuff that's been going on. So Easter weekend just happened. I was visiting family. Some other stuff went down. But let me start by saying more importantly, hi, Josh. Welcome. I didn't think uh, you'd stop by and say, hey, since it's at a later time. Uh, nice to see you. Um, so I just wanted to kind of preface this this episode. It's not really an episode today. I'm just kind of swinging by and we'll call it a bonus episode. I just wanted to update everybody on what's going on with Han Talks First, where the show has been, when it's coming back, and what you can expect when we do return. So, and of course, I'll talk a little bit about the Obi-Wan casting news because we didn't get a chance to talk about it. I'll talk a little bit about some other rumors and some other things that are happening in the Star Wars world, but... um We'll dedicate its own episode to that on Monday. So Hot Talks First will return on Monday, April 12th. And there is a very special guest joining me that day. And I will tell you who that is in just a little bit. But let me update you guys because last week, as you all know, I've, I was working on an independent film, my film, that I wrote and directed. And it was... We went in with the approach of making it like a 24-hour film festival, and so we, uh, well, I wrote it in a in a week, I casted it in a week, got the crew in a week, and then in one day we shot it. So the previous two Saturdays ago we shot <clears throat> my short film, and it's now in post production. We are uh, working with some editors, trying to find someone who is the perfect match, and then we will release that. So I was doing all of that. On top of that, I went out of town to visit family for the holiday, and just because I haven't seen them since during the whole pandemic. So just wanted to like catch up with them. And here's something very strange that happened while I was out of town. While I was out of town, I got a call from my roommate. And... They call me and they are hysterical. And I was like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Are you just being dramatic <laughs> or are you messing with me? And they were like having trouble breathing and they sounded like they were really stressed. And they, they, they yelled to me, our apartment building is on fire. And I was like, what? There's, it, it must be a joke and she must be joking with me. And she was she was like, yeah, I was rushing to get out of the building. There was smoke everywhere. Someone had to help me. And sure enough, she sent me a video. My apartment building was on fire. And I was out of town. 
So it was a really, it was a, it was a weird predicament because there was, there was literally nothing I could do in that situation, not for my roommate or for myself to get like, you know, any belongings that I had and get them out of the home and things like that. The good news is everyone in the building was okay. There was some smoke damage in the hallways and the stairwells. And there was uh, the front, the like lobby of my apartment complex is all glass. Like the front door, the whole front wall is all glass. And so the fire department had to break the entire front wall of our apartment so they could get in and fix the problem. So the lobby was a little, you know, messed up. But it was it was, it was a scary thing in the moment. Uh, uh, apparently what happened was someone's car in the parking lot caught fire and exploded. And the so partially good news because the fire started in the garage and it's blocked off by concrete and no one was able to, you know, get really hurt from it. But my apartment is right above the garage, right above it. And so it was, there was a lot of smoke in my room. <clears throat> Luckily, you know, later that night, a couple hours later, the fire department actually said, everyone can go back inside. So my roommate went in, smoke everywhere, but they op she opened the windows and the doors and turned the fan on and let it kind of air out. <clears throat> and after like three days, the smoke smell went away. And that's when I was finally able to come back home because I was finished visiting my family. <clears throat> and when I got there, it, I didn't, it, didn't smell bad in the apartment, but the outside smelled really bad. Like it smelled like 20 barbecues going on in the hallway. And my bathroom smelled awful. Uh, some of my clothes had a little bit of smoke smell on it, but I was mostly concerned about my musical instruments because guitars especially can get severely damaged in house fires. And luckily they were okay. There was some string damage on one of the instruments, but everything else was, it was okay. So bottom line, we were really lucky and I hope it doesn't happen again, but it's, it's a scary thing to be, to have a situation in. Um, Josh, that really sucks. Yeah, uh, it really did suck. I, <laughs> uh, glad everything's okay. I am too. And he says, congratulations Han. I assume that's on the short film. Yeah. So my short film, which I'll, I'll tell you about in just a second, but there was also one more thing that happened to me this week. This is all in the span of a week that this is happening, guys. So this happened to me right when I returned from my trip. And just to give you an idea of where I was, it was about 800 miles outside of LA and I drove. So there and back, a little over 1600 miles I drove in my car. And when I got back from my trip, my car died and it wouldn't, would it, it like clicked when it started and it just needed a battery jump. So bottom line, I jumped it and then went to, went somewhere. And when I got to that location, it, it died again and I had to go get it fixed at the dealership. So I brought it in. I had, I needed to get a new battery. My AC filter was toast. My EVAP system was fried. And um, 
I had to replace some hub hubcaps because they just disappeared somehow. <laughs> I hope they weren't stolen. And so that that if you know anything about cars, I don't, but if you do know about cars, that costs a lot of money to repair. So that happened to me as well. And I just got my car back today. And it's a nice car. It's it's a 2017 car. So it really shouldn't have that much problems, you know. The most frustrating part though was that everything was my car was two months past the warranty. So, which means I had to pay in full everything and nothing was covered, which was like the timing, right? <laughs> it was like, per, it was like terrible timing. <clears throat> but so that's pretty much everything that's happened. And so that's kind of the reason why I haven't been doing the podcast recently. I've had tons of messages on Instagram and, uh, you know, a lot of people are, want the show to come back, which is exciting, really, really exciting. We had a couple shout outs from some other streamers and some other networkers out there, which was pretty exciting too. And, but that's why we missed the star Wars show and me and Chris missed our Marvel show. Uh, I saw my girlfriend for the first time in over a week yesterday and we did catch up. We finally caught up on Falcon and winter soldier. We watched that yesterday. And to be honest with you, I've been so tired from this whole weeks of traveling and a bunch of other stuff. I actually fell asleep during Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> so another reason why we didn't do a show about it. So what we're going to do is this Friday, me and Chris will be back um, to do the Falcon and Winter Soldier after show. And we will discuss episodes three and episode four. And we will talk about it there with you guys so that we can be all caught up to prepare for Loki, which that trailer was insane. It was insane. Han, dude, you have had a rough week, my friend. I'm so sorry. You also said you were under the weather. Are you feeling any better? That's the thing, too. So <clears throat> every time I travel, almost every time I travel, I, I get sick. I have a very sensitive um, tonsils. Uh, I used to have a strep throat every year. And one year it got so bad, my doctor said they're going to have to do surgery if, if I get it one more time after that. So it was at that moment that I decided to kind of change like my dietary habits and the things I consume, alcohol in a way. And <clears throat> I haven't had strep throat in about four years, four, four and a half years which is a big deal for me because I used to get it once, twice a year. And um, so I'm just really sensitive to getting sick, especially when I travel. And on my drive back through the desert, of course, because got to get to LA, um, just the dust and stuff like that just made me feel terrible. So yet another reason why <laughs> I was delayed. <clears throat> like I said, everyone, this is a bonus episode. Um, not an official episode of the show. So um, also a chance for me to kind of get some, get some stress off my chest. So if you're listening, thank you for, for hanging on. I will talk about some news with star Wars in a second here. And, um, but thank you so much for everyone who wished me well, Josh, you are uh, one of them on Twitter. Thank you so much. And um, big shout out to max four, six, four, six on Twitter. Um, you, uh, have been uh, keeping up to date with me too. You wish me well. I, I really appreciate that. 
Um, a shout out to Mando Explorer. Um, thank you for your well wishes. And um, I appreciate that so much. And shout out to Kenobi, Kenobi, Kenobi. Uh, thank you so much for your well wishes. And, and also Star Wars, um, Star Wars fans, I think. Star Wars fans. I think that's the handle. Uh, thank you as well so much for your well wishes as well. So, uh, Kendrick, sorry I got here late. What happened with you? <laughs> I literally just spent 12 minutes explaining um, everything that's happened to me this week. Um, uh, the short version is um, I traveled to visit family. My apartment caught on fire. I um, My car broke down twice and I, I got sick. And um, now I'm actually not even in my home right now, uh, which is why I don't have my microphone with me. I don't have my XLR camera. So we're just kind of hanging out and having fun. So for the audio listeners, I apologize for the, the quality of the audio because I don't have my fancy stuff with me right now, but um, I will very soon. Anyway, let me tell you about a very special guest that I'm having on the show on Monday. It, it took me two, it took me three months to get this guest. And on Monday, I finally get to sit down with them and talk about Star Wars. And if you are watching live, uh, let me hear your guesses. I will give you a hint. Um, they are affiliated with Star Wars, with Lucasfilm currently. They are a, a newer member and they are someone who has been talked about a lot in the past recent months. So let me hear your guesses and then I will tell you who it is. But what's exciting about this guest is I first reached out to them maybe in late December, early January. And I, I just kind of said, hey, it'd be really great to talk to you. I think some of my listeners would appreciate it. I would love it. And it was like, uh, you know, something that I think would would just be really cool to explore. And I, I kind of let them know I've interviewed Brian Kessinger, who was a Lucasfilm employee. I've had um, Yessi Riviera, who was a Lucasfilm employee on my show. And I've had a screenwriter and um, to have you on would be, you know, something incredible. And no, I see your comment. It's not Gina Carano. <laughs> uh, it's not Gina Carano. Uh, they are affiliated with the High Republic, and it's not an author either. Okay, so here it is. Monday, April 12th, uh, I will be joined by Christina Ariel, the host of the Star Wars show High Republic, and we are going to be talking all about Star Wars, not just High Republic, but everything. She's got some great stories to share about Star Wars, and um, she's excited to come on the show, and it's something we've been trying to coordinate for a long time, so I can't wait for you guys to hear it. It's going to be amazing. And for anyone who hasn't listened to any other interviews I've done, highly recommend going back, checking out the one with Yessi Riviera. She was the original, the first face of Sabine Wren from Star Wars Rebels. 
and she's an old friend of mine. And um, we had a great conversation. It's actually the highest rated episode on the podcast. And the YouTube video itself has 330 something views, which is amazing. It's amazing. My videos don't normally average at that length for um, uh, longer videos like that. So that was, that was very cool to see. And um, yes, yes, Star Wars replay will be back as well. I did get some questions about that. Um, don't worry, I haven't forgotten. It, again, just been very overwhelmed the past couple of weeks. And Star Wars replay will be back. Because I miss it. I miss you guys. I miss Star Wars. I miss talking about it and all that kind of stuff. And the best part about this little hiatus, not really, but the best part about this is when you talk about something over and over or once a week, as we do here on this channel, when you talk about something all the time, you start to, you know, see things from a critical point of view rather than a uh, experiential point of view sometimes. And like the more you look at a piece of artwork, for example, the more you find the flaws. And that's the same thing happens when you, when you talk about something over and over. I mean, there's only what 11 movies out there for star Wars and there's only a handful of TV shows at the moment. So I know I've been very critical a lot on this show and that's something I realized during this little break is we can be, you know, giving ourselves a break every once in a while can kind of, you know, give us that jump start again to parallel with my car issues, uh, to jump start our enthusiasm and to kind of get back into it and come in from a new, a new perspective, a new light. And I think that's, what's going to happen with Han talks first. And, um, my criticisms, especially towards uh, the Marvel television series, uh, Falcon, Winter Soldier, WandaVision, um, I realize I'm kind of not negative, but more on the critical side. So it's something I've thought about and something I'm going to work on because I do like all those shows and I like Star Wars. So uh, it'll we're going to come back and we're going to be better than ever. I can feel it. And wow, Han, nice. Yes, it is nice. Uh, Christina Ariel. I can't wait. She's amazing. Um, and she's got, she's got a lot of good stuff to say. So it's going to be awesome. And hopefully if she, uh, enjoys our community and enjoys the time on the show, she'll want to come back and that'd be really cool too. So that's pretty much it with me. Uh, before we kind of, you know, get out of here, I do want to give you a little something Star Wars related, like actual news. And I'll discuss this more on another show on an official show. But I wanted to talk about this. And if you can't see my screen because you're listening to the podcast, the Obi-Wan casting news. They, of course, released this a, a few days ago, maybe a week ago at this point. And uh, it, it, was, uh, it was amazing to see. It was so amazing to see. Uh, I mean, of course, we knew Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen were going to be in it. And uh, shortly after then, uh, we found out Adrena Verma, Varma was going to be in it, which we speculated here on the show about. And that could have been enough, honestly. That could have been all the big news, and I would have been fine. I would have been totally cool. I mean, Ewan McGregor and Hayden alone has got me going. 
But what really made me excited, and this was something I predicted and wanted to happen, was Joel Edgerton coming in. And, of course, to pair with him, uh, Bonnie P Pisces. And they played Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen in the prequels. And uh, it was always one of my favorite parts about the prequels was the ending of Revenge of the Sith specifically after the Anakin Obi-Wan fight, and you see that transition into A New Hope. That piece of cinema, that piece of the Star Wars saga is was probably one of the most challenging pieces to finish a film if you think about you know, the process of George Lucas, because Revenge of the Sith was fantastic. The, the acting was so much better. The music was incredible it's some of the most diverse music in star wars is in revenge of the sith and um i've discussed that on a, on a latter episode of the show as well but after the anakin obi-wan musafar fight after that to end the film how do you end a film that everyone already knows the ending to that that everyone knows what's coming and you have to make it tie in to that original film that you made in 1977. How do you do that? And I think George Lucas did a beautiful job doing that. It, everything else in that movie is a piece of cake when you, when you factor it, to, like compare it towards the very last three to four minutes of that movie. Leia gives birth to the twins. The emperor finds Vader and you know, gives him his suit officially, and Obi-Wan takes Luke to Tatooine to live with Aunt Beru and Uncle Owen, and C-3PO and R2-D2 get sent off on their own separate ways with um, General Organa, or I'm sorry, Senator Organa, and, and they say, like, uh, wipe the protocol droid's memory. It's, it's just, it's so... That would, that would seem like the easiest part to write. But if you really think about it, that's a huge challenge. That's a big ask, even for someone like George Lucas who knows the story by heart. And I just find it fascinating. But to have Joel Edgerton and Bonnie back, that's what I wanted the most, them. And of course, if we're going to have all these people, we're going to have Luke. We are. I mean, that shouldn't have been... It shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, and it, it shouldn't be uh, disavowed by anyone because you, it's, we're going to have Luke in it. I mean, that's the whole point of this Obi-Wan series is he's protecting Luke. What are the challenges of, like surrounding that? How does he interact with the environment? Not to not only taint Luke's ideal of what his father or the history could have been before him, but you know, to, to also bring in a new, this old Ben character. How do they identify Obi-Wan as that? And there's just so many different things that, you know, the show can do and that the show can heavily rely on that of, of previous ideas from the original trilogy and the prequels. But again, this show, similar to the ending of Revenge of the Sith, is a huge challenge. You know, it seems it seems it seems simple, right? It seems like it, it's easy what you're gonna do. This, 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 right? And then it, it's done. Like you know, have Obi Wan confront Vader again, and it ties into that line that was said about um, 
you know, when I last saw you, I was but the learner, now I'm the master. And when he's, Vader says, I haven't felt this presence since, since when? And I don't know, it's just, this is gonna be a fantastic show. The other casting news, Kamel Najiani. What do you think about that? A lot of people have been saying he's a droid. When I first heard this casting, I did not think droid. I actually just thought a regular character. He has been adapting his acting performances to more serious roles than he's used to. I don't know if anyone's seen him in The Big Sick, but he's really funny in that, but he can also show a more dramatic side. And I'm really excited to see what he does too. Um, you know, he's, he's a part of the Disney family now. He's in Marvel's Eternals and he's going to have a big part in that. And, uh, Josh says he is hilarious. I think he'll be something completely unexpected. He is hilarious and completely unexpected. I think that was something I was alluding to. I think it's, it's not going to be what we expect. I, you know, the droid thing, Disney's done that before. They bring in comedians to try and portray droids. They brought in uh, Alan Tudyk for K2SO. And they brought in, uh, what was the other girl? The other guy, I don't remember. But um, the, the great thing about C-3PO was Anthony Daniels wasn't a, a comic. He was a regular guy who had a very interesting take on what a robot would act like in this universe. And it took the persona of a butler. And that is that performance established everything for Star Wars thereafter. So. I agree with you, Josh. It might be something unexpected. I'm excited to see it because this guy is adapting into a very popular actor. I can't wait to see what he does. We talked about Adrena, so I'm not going to cover that too much. But let me talk about Moses Ingram because a lot of people have been saying Mo well, Moses tweeted like in, on her Instagram. She said something around the lines of I play with lightsabers on her announcement as being part of Kenobi. And everyone took that as Ahsoka, young Ahsoka. Uh, I didn't think that at all, uh, and I would not like to see that happen. But the reason why I don't think that's going to happen is because they just had Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka, the first live action, and they just announced her own standalone show. And to throw in a younger version of that live action Ahsoka would, it would confuse people. Not me and you, but it would confuse the general public. And uh, I don't. I think it has to be a little condensed and focus on Ahsoka as Rosario Dawson, and not muck up the timelines at all. But who I think she will be, and this was another necessity I wanted from this show, was I think she will be a Inquisitor, part of the Inquisitory, working for Darth Vader, hunting down Jedi's who have disappeared after order 66 and making sure they are dead. Hello, Robin. Welcome. And, um, yeah, so Moses Ingram, uh, I would love to see her as uh, an inquisitor. I mean, if she's like part of the seventh sister or, or someone else that could lead into rebels and then it would just make sense for the timeline of the story. And inquisitors are very interesting, uh, group of, acolytes because for one they're mostly female 
So I think that's another thing to support that maybe Moses could be an inquisitor. And also it, it supports like, you know, these inquisitors are so interesting because they have no backstory, not even the ones from Jedi Fallen Order, the video game, the, even the seventh sister from Rebels. We know nothing about her history. She's, they're all very mysterious. We know that one of them is a fallen Jedi and uh, I think that was he was also from Rebels, but they're just so fascinating creatures because they're also very dedicated to become Sith, but they're not worthy enough to be Sith. Therefore, they are Inquisitors, Sith Inquisitors, and work for the Sith. And it's something that Palpatine created too under his new transition from Old Republic, or I'm sorry, from. Uh, Republic to Empire. And so that'd be something interesting to see as well. Now, another one was Rupert Friend. Friend? Rupert Friend? Uh, friend. Yeah, Rupert Friend. So I don't know anything about this guy. Uh, I don't think I've seen him in anything. He doesn't look familiar, but regardless, I'm excited to see him. Uh, if anyone knows who that is, please let me know. And then there's O'Shea Jackson Jr., who I also don't know if I've seen before. But uh, it would be nice to, I know a lot of other people are very excited about that. So by, by that remark, regard, I am as well. And then Simone Kessel, another one I'm not sure if I'm familiar with. Um, but again, it's always nice to see kind of a balance between uh, the male supporting cast and female supporting cast and kind of have some some balance there, as all things should be. Now, the last two here that I do know of are Sung Kang. Sung Kang, yes, I think that's how it is. Who was Han in um, Fast and Furious, Tokyo Drift. And now the, the Star Wars universe has another Han in it. There was Han Solo, there's this Han, and then there is Han from Fast and Furious. So that'll be exciting to see as well. I don't think I've seen him in anything else besides that, but really cool to see and then the last one which was the most unexpected casting and something i would never have guessed was the hiring of benny safty to be in the obi-wan kenobi series benny safty uh, is one of two of the safty brothers i love those movies good time is it's incredible it's a great movie and um He's a great actor. He's a fantastic director. And of course, the one with Adam Sandler. Um, what is it called? Hidden Hidden Gems, I think. Cutting Gems. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Anyway, Benny Safdie. So him I could see as a droid. Not uh, uh, Kamel, I think. And um, I could definitely see Benny Safdie as a droid. Also, as a, um, a bad guy, of course, the first thing I thought when I heard Benny Safdie was in it was of that that side character in the cantina from A New Hope, the one who said, we are wanted men, like you don't want to mess with us. I immediately thought of him, and I thought that was so funny. Uncut Gems. Thank you, Robin. That's what it is. Uncut Gems. So yeah, um, all in all, and, and a very exciting casting news, and something. I'm really looking forward to, and we will break down more uh, later when we get back to the regular Han Talks First podcast. And honestly, 
that's all I had planned to discuss with you guys today. I just wanted to update you on where I have been, what's going on with the show, when it's coming back. And now you all know Christina Ariel will be joining us next week, which is going to be amazing. She not only hosts Star Wars show, but she hosts tons of other shows, such as um, stuff for video games and uh, tabletop games and uh, cosplay stuff. So I think you guys will really enjoy having her on and um, we'll get a new perspective on on Star Wars from someone who's actually in the show. So that'll be really cool as well. And again, the Marvel show will be back. Don't you worry. Uh, it's funny because we started saying we can do this all day, but we'll see you next week. And we really couldn't do it all day because we uh, came into a bunch of uh, problems. But anyway, if you're, if you're watching this on the YouTube, thanks for watching. It will be unlisted, so you won't be able to go back and listen to it later. It will be on the podcast. And it will be on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Wherever your podcasting host of choice, it will be there. And again, thank you everyone for uh, your support and kind of staying connected on social media. I, um, I really appreciate it. And there are more announcements for the show. I have more announcements for the show. Uh, I can't share them all yet, but there are some more exciting announcements coming up. Uh, one thing that's kind of extra that I'll, I'll kind of ask of, of my listener base is I am seeking a new co-host for a certain show. And if anyone is interested, or if you know anyone interested, or you know other YouTubers or podcasters who would want to co-host with Han for a upcoming show, let me know. And, um, I'll tell you more about what it is some other time. But uh, that's it for me, everybody. Um, if you were watching live, uh, thank you. I, I didn't expect it um, because it's a new time and uh, there wasn't much promotion. Uh, so thank you. And if you're listening on the podcast, be sure to come back next week for the official Han Talks First show, finally returning. And we'll be following up every week after that. And of course, the Marvel show where we'll talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier. And really close, Loki, the Loki show, So, which the trailer looks amazing. So be sure to come and check that out as well. So again, thank you all. And now somehow, someway, somewhere this week, may the force be with you.